I guess we'll cross that cross bridge, that bridge when, when we get, get to there. it. Yeah. Okay. We all, man, Jinx, you get me a Coca Cola. <laughs> <laughs> it might be a little flat by the time it gets there because I'm just going to send it in a cup. That's okay. But. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Basically Tall Tales, the collaborative short story podcast featuring tales you can basically call tall. My name's Jared. I'm Adam. And I'm Todd. Each week, one of our writers will write one-third of a story before handing it off to the next writer to either continue or finish. The first writer will get to choose whatever genre they want to write in, and the other two will just have to deal with it. Today we have a story by me, Jared, with the final chapter of a story. Make sure to rate, comment, and subscribe for more stories each week, because we're always writing more comedy stories, and your social media interaction keeps us going. Without further ado, here we go. My story today is called... Things that go in your pants. <laughs> that was an excellent hi-hat sound. Yeah, I'm very tired. I just woke up before I signed on, so. <laughs> Matt Broderick, no relation, woke up. He had fled into the woods of the Shadow Realm and now found himself hopelessly lost. With no idea how to get out, he decided that he should look for something to eat. The eternal night of this land made it hard to determine how long it had been since he fled the great castle of the Boogeyman. A month? A year? It could have been a millennia for all he knew. It certainly felt like forever. Oh, would you shut the fuck up? A voice interrupted his self-pity, adding anger to the list of emotions he was currently feeling. You've been here one night. What are you bitching for, anyways? No sympathy for the rest of us? I've been in these woods for fifty years. One night as an eternity. What a selfish fool. The voice came back. Matt didn't know who he was talking to. But surely they had done something horrific to be kicked out of the castle to these sad, desperation-inducing woods. Nothing as trivial as him. All Matt had done was tell a dirty joke. Where's the harm in that? I mean, come on. Testicles are funny. Two dangling grapes. Um, I mean, apricots. Huge balls are an attractive feature, right? Or is that just big dicks? Matt never cared enough to ask until he was too old. And the question would have just come off as weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure when that moment is. I think it's 30 yeah. is when you can't ask anymore. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> Probably. I <yeah>. guess. <laughs> you mentioned your the voice paused. Sexual organs? You filthy pervert. My crime was nothing so heinous. Just caught some kid fucking his sister. And then she like killed herself or something. Oh my god. Jesus. <laughs> what? What is that? <laughs> what is this thing? What is this thing? What have you written? Yeah. <laughs> that was a setup to a joke that I never 
paid off because initially <laughs> I had that makes it even funnier. I had a different idea in mind, but I thought the that line was funny just to leave in. <laughs> but <God. you> know. <laughs> Matt started to notice that the voice in the woods sounded a lot like it was responding to his thoughts, but chalked it up to delirium due to his prolonged stay. Oh, what a life it had become, from an upstart, rapidly rising comedian to a wanderer in these vermin-infested woods. What? Come on now. Say what you want about the injustice of your abandonment, but these woods are relatively nice. Sure, the critters are small and hard to eat with all the spikes, but they aren't vermin. They just live here. You're the intruder. There it was again, that voice. You must be going mad. No, you're not mad. Maybe a little stupid, what with thinking in the third person, but not mad. Not yet, anyways. <laughs> like I said, you've only been here a day. Huh? Hello? Matt said nervously. Yeah, hi. Would you shut up for a bit? You think very loudly, the voice came in reply. Well, how long is a day here? It must be longer than a day in the waking world. It certainly feels that way when the person in the woods outside your house thinks about nothing but granular jokes all day. Filthy animal. If there are any vermin here, this guy brought them with him. Who are you? Matt asked the stranger, hoping to develop a friendship but missing the obvious clues. Matt thought about his friends back home. Stinky Moe, Huge John, Insufferable Dan, and Big Head Dave. It occurred to him that maybe his friend's nicknames were unnecessary, but that didn't seem so important right now. I am Beesless, the Gremlina who invades your thoughts to convince you that you're in a fantasy world free of repercussions, usually based upon a movie. Only problem was, I took a blow to the head by one of my victims. Idiot confused me for the villain in one of them Gremlinas movies. Totally unrealistic those were, if you ask me. We didn't transform just because of water. We do it because we can. Who wants to be a fluffy, stuffed animal-looking fucker when you could be a beautiful, scaly lady instead? Childhood crushes, man. <laughs> hey, based. She gestured to her own figure, which had the appearance of a bag of sand. Nice. <laughs> hey, do you know the way out of here? Matt asked, ignoring the plight of the undoubtedly terrifying Beesless. Well, maybe I would have told you if you hadn't proceeded to mock my appearance. But no, now your only option is to attend your trial at the castle, which, given the nature of your crimes, is likely to be soon. They'll want to torment you and flaunt your cancelization in front of a crowd and in the media, Beesless said mockingly. The Boogeyman media? Yeah. I suppose, yeah, Boogeyman's. It's mostly social media. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't call that mockingly. I'd say it was with an air of righteous conviction. So, is there a way out? Matt asked. I get that you're asking from your inflection. Yes, the way out involves much more work and way more sacrifices than you would think. Better to wait for your trial, and you can probably get the charges dropped if you beg forgiveness and tell one earth-shatteringly funny joke. Well, last time I did that, it got me locked in a cell until I made fun of a boogeyman so much that he destroyed the cell, and uh, 
I kicked him in the plums hard enough to facilitate my escape. Well, why don't you come into my home for a minute, and we can talk about a plan. I really think your trial is your best bet, though. Matt thought about it for a second. He looked at his surroundings for the first time, and noticed that what he thought was a tree he was sitting against was actually a wall to a house. He felt foolish for not noticing sooner. He peered inside to see Beesless stood next to the door, grinning smugly. No, now glaring intently at Matt. The living room was surprisingly spacious and comfortable. Couches, chairs, a ping-pong table, and a little TV with an old video game console attached. Wow, all that description and I get stood next to a door. What a prick, Beesless said. Matt looked back to Beesless. She really was a sight to behold. Scaly skin, shimmering as the slime on her scales reflected the neon orange lighting of her home in every direction, creating an aura that gave her the appearance of a bioluminescent frog with a skin condition. Matt suddenly noticed a tear in her eye. That was the nicest compliment anyone has ever given me. <laughs> Go on. You say it this time. Come on. Almost wept would be a good one. Okay. Well, Beesless almost wept. <laughs> Can I ask... How do you know about comedy? None of the boogeyman had ever heard of it joke before. Matt asked genuinely. That's an easy one. Those boogeymen are all single-minded idiots. They know nothing beyond fear and violence. But after you told them your joke, they became obsessed with them. Well, can you help me come up with a joke? Matt asked with a degree of embarrassment. Sure. Those guys, as I've said, are idiots. If you say something that confuses their assumptions about logic, I'm pretty sure they'll get frustrated and assume it's humor they're hearing. Huh, that makes sense. I'm still surprised they didn't like my D's pair of nuts jokes, though. Matt did so enjoy testicular humor. They are a little pent up. We only breed with them occasionally. They're too obnoxious and stupid to, sp to spend much time around. Okay. I think I've got one. It's got drama and excitement and a twist to the end that will get them. Do, do you want to hear it? No, I think everyone would be happier if we just heard it in court. Who is everyone? Matt was confused by this. He hadn't seen anybody else in the house. Beesless was about to answer when they were interrupted by an imposing, dark figure of one of the boogeymen watching them from down the hall. How long have you been there? Matt asked. Long enough. You must come to your trial now. The boogeyman menaced at him. Oh, don't be so dramatic. He just showed up a second ago. Look, sweetie, that whole imposing figure thing is all an act. In his thoughts, he's just as nervous about this whole thing as you. Outsiders are usually just murdered. And if that is what the court decides to do with you, he'll get mocked for wasting everyone's time for the rest of eternity. Look, if it makes you feel better, his name is Clarence. Not so scary now, huh? <laughs> no. What kind of name is Clarence for a boogeyman? <laughs> a respectable one. Clarence boomed, rising to his full height from his previous slouch. 
and now fully looming over the entire room. Oh, sure, sure. Probably a family name or some such. No one is questioning your booginess. The stupid human was just surprised is all. No need for any pre-trial murdery. Clarence took a breath and returned to his normal slouch, and Matt let out a sigh of relief. Come now, you two. Off to court. Clarence boomed. Back to his usual boogeyman repertoire. Why is she coming? Matt asked. She's your lawyer, you idiot. Self-representation is a horrible idea. Haven't you ever seen Law and Order? What? Did you think she was some kind of exile, hiding out in the woods? She did kind of imply that. Right? If implications were horses, we would all eat well. <laughs> she implied what she implied. She was probably mocking you. Now come on, before I get hungry, and we don't need a trial anymore. But I thought you didn't intermingle with the Gremlinas outside of- As your lawyer, I suggest you don't finish that sentence. They don't like being called out on their hypocrisies. He's right. Let's go! Bezos cut Matt off. The boogeyman court was similar to a human court's. Places for the jury to the right of the room, the judge's seat next to a witness box, and everyone wearing powdered wigs to feign age and wisdom. The gathered crowd was a motley crew, no relation. Monsters of all- <laughs> To the band! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, yeah, you're right. I assumed that. Yeah. It was, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm glad there was clarification. <laughs> 10 out of 10, you got a snort from me. Monsters of all shapes and sizes to haunt the imaginations and dreams of young children around the world. Matt found the one with seven legs and fangs any vampire would be jealous of the most disturbing. Oh, but he's a handsome bugger. Don't take all those limbs for granted, you know. Beasless interrupted uh, his train of thought. How many dicks do female gremlinas have? How many do they need? Yeah. Who knows? Seven, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> all rise for me, the judge of this kangaroo court. The judge boogeyman stepped up to his podium and waved to the standing crowd and jury, all of whom cheered and clapped. Good. Now, shall I get on with these proceedings or what? Today we have this so-called comedian, eh? Well, I've only got one question. Where's your joke? Two questions. I have two questions. Where's your promised joke? And was your stay in the woods comfortable? We don't get mortals around here, so an outside perspective would be nice. <laughs> there was a hush as all eyes turned to Matt. He looked to Beesless, who was staring back at him, and held her gaze until it got awkward. He was wondering if he should just tell the joke. Of course, you idiot. That's what he said. She whispered at Matt. Yes, sir. It was very comfortable if not a little dark. The judge grinned. A large chunk of something that had recently been alive fell from his teeth with a rush of drool. See, I told you we should have added more spikes. The judge said to the gathered, who all nodded in agreement. Oh, okay, so, my joke. Matt started. I don't know! <laughs> Came a reply from the back of the room. <laughs> no, no, I haven't stopped. Matt began, but was cut off by Beesless. Don't explain. Just get to the joke. Oh, 
Why do you tell an actor to break a leg? Because a leg trying to heal itself tastes better. The satisfying crunch of a broken bone is better than any performance he could do. Perhaps it's to remind him he's not actually a cat on an overheated metal roof. No, Judge. The correct response is, I don't know, Beasles said. They all ignored the boogeyman in the back, celebrating his correct response, even if it had come too early. The judge went on. (laughs) Very well. I don't know. Every play needs a cast. There was a long pause while the room considered this, then some muttered conversation, and finally the judge spoke up. I understand. Would have been better if they fell from the roof, though. Got anything else? Maybe. What's the deal with these bunnies? I don't know. Yeah, neither do I. Like, they're all quiet and cute their whole lives. They are horrifyingly ugly, but go on. Of course. That's what I meant. They're horrifying, but most importantly, quiet. All their lives. <laughs> then some predator grabs them, and you'd think a human was getting torn apart. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I like how it just ends with not even, <laughs> yeah. not even the intonation of like a joke. Yeah. Just you, you would think. There was no pause to consider this one. The entire room burst into raucous laughter for a solid ten minutes with comments from the judge (laughs) congratulating Matt on such an astute observation. (laughs) Bunnies really do overreact to torture like humans. Very good. I hereby sentence you to a life of comedy. Come back any time you have a joke to share, mortal. Matt shook himself awake in the corner of a game shop he had little recollection of, and shuffled back home to get to work on a routine, being careful to avoid mentions of pears of any sort. After some time, he began to wonder if it hadn't been a dream all along. What do you mean, dream? I would think a dream would at least have a more satisfying conclusion to my part of the story. Like, was I even needed? Except that one bit during the trial? Sheesh. The end. That has that is a very 80s movie end to it, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm digging it. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, very direct. <laughs> I mean, I imagine that the 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 screen was uh doing that circle fade to black yeah. but then she popped out the middle and was like <laughs> sheesh looney looney style yeah she like holds it open for a second and then lets go and it closes behind her mm-hmm. with a snap yeah <laughs> just like a broken leg exactly <laughs> See, there we go. Todd, we gotta let Jerry yeah. write the jokes from now on, because he's actually funny. <laughs> 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 he knows how to make a joke. <laughs> I mean, I know how to look up one joke and then write about the <laughs> the screams the that rabbits make when they're Jesus. being attacked. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was one hell of a segue. <laughs> that was... Yeah. Got anything else? Yeah, what's the deal about bunnies? <laughs> They're cute and quiet. 
until they're dying. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He really really figured out uh, his audience by the end there. You know, you gotta you gotta work the crowd. You see what works. That was actually the the first thing I came up with for the story. Like I wrote it down at the top. It's like there's gotta be a joke. What's the deal? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) What's the deal with the death rattle of a bunny? It's (laughs) because I don't know. I just figured any regular joke. Are you allowed to say what's the deal without doing a Seinfeld impression? (laughs) I don't. I don't know. know. Adam, redo that line, (laughs) Seinfeld impression. Yeah. What's the deal with the death rattle of a bunny? (laughs) That's that's just goofy. (laughs) That's that's some combination of Jerry Seinfeld and Goofy, but you know, (laughs) I don't know. That's I mean, the best I, you're gonna get. I'm, I'm with you there, though. That is kind of what he yeah. sounds like. What's the deal with? Yeah, yeah. With Garsh. <laughs> Garsh, He's... what's the deal with these yucking kids these days? <laughs> anyway. It makes a, it makes for a good legally distinct Goofy and Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna call him uh, Joofy Seinfeld. Yeah. Oh, hold on. <laughs> it's Goofy. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. (laughs) It's a little on the nose. (laughs) Oh shit! I did a thing. Sorry. (laughs) I just noticed. Look, it's been a long night. (laughs) Oh. Only so, only Joofy is allowed to make that joke, though. Exactly. <laughs> Joofish people. <laughs> so, what did you guys, or what were you guys expecting from the story versus what I gave you as far as a conclusion? Todd, since you kicked this all off, do you want to go first? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Uh, well, I guess I was expecting this time because the last story was, uh, had mention of, uh, an upcoming trial. So I yeah. guess, yeah, I was expecting the trial. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I was not expecting him to die at the end. So, I mean, I was expecting him to live. So yeah. it, it, it kind of, it kind of did meet expectations. Nice. Um, but what I was not expecting was your <laughs> awesome Gremlina voice. <laughs> Yeah, I, I got about... That's the most distinct character you've ever made. <laughs> Probably. I got about, like, halfway through writing the story, and I'm like, am I going too far with this referencing the narration bit? But then, I, at the end, I decided I hadn't gone far enough. <laughs> so. No, that was... Um... I I really appreciated the uh, the fact that she can hear his thoughts, which apparently are all narration. <laughs> yeah, and then he narrates you, in third person. When you said that, yeah, I, yeah, it it unfortunately wasn't like a laugh out loud joke. Yeah, but it was no. like a it was like a oh man, <laughs> that's clever. <laughs> but I guess when I was originally writing the story, what I thought would happen is um 
I guess what I thought would happen is, um, like, if I was writing part two and part three, mm-hmm. part two would have been like his rise as a as a comedian, actually actually doing good because mm-hmm. I want I kind of wanted to use this story as a chance to to write like jokes with setup yeah. and punchlines. Yeah, like I really did. That was my goal for when I was writing it. So I oh, would, shit, I would have had the wrong him. dude for that shit. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I thought it was a pretty obvious setup to do that, but yeah, yeah but it, yeah, it was supposed to be for me, not yeah. for me. I wasn't like testing you guys. Yeah. So I would have had him actually have some success as a comedian, and then I think not want to go back mm-hmm. because of the horrific experience he had. Yeah, but then maybe the boogeyman like. <laughs> come into the real world or something like i think yeah. that's where i would have gone with it mm-hmm. eventually yeah oh so, okay like yeah. he didn't go back at the allotted time yeah. and they came and like they, they came to, to get him. him yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, see the way i wrote the second part was to have the boogeyman like basically just like like you can't skip out they're like basically bail bondsmen they're like you gotta come <laughs> man it's time no i like that yeah because that yeah. solved my problem of them like invading his world mm-hmm. just you had like they they caught him in his dream you know yeah like, they just like they nabbed him that was awesome <laughs> i liked the now nah, he wasn't dreaming this the supernatural they got him in the waking world they like fucking pretended to be oh alone. yeah um, oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. enjoyed but... warhammer 40k <laughs> yeah oh, okay yeah. i was confused because it, they were in his bedroom so they mm. they still like they boogeymaned him. Yeah. You know? They boogied him. Yeah. They yeah. boogie knighted him. <laughs> they did. And, uh, Adam. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it, yes. Uh, did you have any ideas as far as what you thought, where you thought it would finish after? So, after, so after Todd's story, mm-hmm. setting up the return to Boogie World, mm-hmm. in my story, I thought, like, well, he's got to go back. Right. That's obviously the, the point. And also, the point is, like, to him, for him to grow as a comic, right? That's also another point in the story. Um, so I had yeah. to find a way to make part two funny. And I guess like the, the what I leaned into was like, you know, what he thought was funny was not what the boogeyman at all thought was funny. Yeah. Um, and like that conflict. Yeah. And then when he left in the left, left the castle and went off into the woods, I was like, I literally have fucking no idea. Where this is gonna go. <laughs> yeah. Like, like part of me was like, yeah, yeah. this is just like um, that one anime that I watched. <laughs> uh, what's it called? Bleach <laughs> in Waco Mundo. Like the whole time, I was like, uh, yeah, it's just like Waco Mundo, man. And that's what I wrote, kind of. Jared doesn't know what no. that is, but I do, and and yeah, that, that is kind of like a a boogeyman ghost nightmare world. So like ghost yeah, stories. I, that's what so. I, when you said boogeyman shadow realm, that's what I thought. It's basically a big <laughs> desert with like caves and dried out husks of trees, and uh, one big castle. I went for more like, for okay. a dark forest vibe, I think. But yeah, and, and you know, I didn't really describe anything, so it's like yeah. you know, consistent is fine. Yeah, I dig so, it. Uh, and I did. in your story, what I was had, really feeling, sorry. Yeah, I. Uh, I mean. It's your part to talk, so uh, if you want to keep going. 
Okay. Um, in your story, what I was really feeling was how you turn the the forest into kind of like, it's like Baba Yaga kind of like fucking like nasty swamp <laughs> is what I was getting. Yeah. Like this like otherworldly, spiky, nasty, dirty, <laughs> vermin infested thing where like everything can read your fucking mind. Like that really did fit the whole like the whole through line here is horror, right? Uh, yeah. Right. Todd's part yeah. was like the yeah. horror of not being funny. My part was the horror of failing on a date. <laughs> Your part was the horror of being in the woods. Well, I I thought speaking of like the Porky Pig uh, outro there, <laughs> like um, it, uh, I I thought it had a really like um like trippy uh, like I could I could see it in my head the the transitions from scene to scene. Like yeah. I thought the woods and the house and everything they were all imagined or being fabricated like in a moment. So like a yeah. you know like a like he was um, like I could see the the court like like from the distance zooming in and suddenly he's there you know like yeah I like think... he's not moving the court is there and yeah. suddenly bam he's in a different place <laughs> well i was thinking of it as like a dream world so it the transitions yeah, exactly. were real quick and not yeah linked to it by anything yeah yeah he doesn't need to go anywhere it's just like a dream like yeah. suddenly you're there yeah Oh, in a dream, you don't question yeah. it. Yeah, you don't have any pants. <laughs> you don't have... Uh, the... You're in court and you have no pants on. That's a dream we've all had. <laughs> Suddenly you're Donald in court Trump. and you have no human rights. I should have done more with the dream thing. Like the typical... No, you did. Like, I think you did a good job. Dreams, but yeah. Yeah. I, Gremlinas? I, <laughs> yeah, the yeah, Gremlino yeah, yeah, is I'm fun. so happy Gremlinas I, there. I, I like fucking frog tits loving it so that there's that (laughs) one line about the the crime she committed that was going to be a setup because she she, her her thing is she makes you think dream that you're in a movie right it was going to be a setup to her being the main character from old boy but then I thought I, it was old. Boy, yeah, yeah. Then it was an un, became an unnecessary tangent that I got rid of for time. But I left that one line because I thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> because that is the setup to yeah. old boy is that he's in yeah. or well the payoff to old boy rather he's in prison for or pseudo prison for. Yeah, catching for that exact catching situation. this rich guy fucking his sister, and then she killed herself. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> Korean film—it's always an exciting adventure. <laughs> yeah, Adam, you got to see it. Samuel yeah. L. Jackson is amazing. Oh god, no! An old boy? <laughs> no, no, he's in the American remake, which is terrible. The oh. old boy—it's a Korean film. Made by sure, man, I'm an old boy. I feel like guy whose name I can't remember. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know either. But. He did a whole trilogy of revenge movies that are well, Korean stuff's huge now. Yeah, yeah. So this was probably not hard to find it. It was somewhere. probably the first Korean movie I saw, but they're everywhere now. I mean, I've it's seen I've seen the shit. old boy fight scene. Yeah, yeah, I've the, seen, yeah. I've seen the, the hallway fight. fight. In the hallway. That's yeah. yeah. 
Personally, I think the Daredevil hallway fight's better, but that's just me. <laughs> The, the, okay, to be fair, before <laughs> before anyone listening or Jared gets mad about that, I also think that the Daredevil no, hallway the, fight scene was pretty cool. It was, it was. But, I mean, Adam hasn't seen Old Boy, so he doesn't get the context around that fight scene. So it's... No, I haven't like, seen the whole movie. I've only yeah. seen the fight scene. So yeah. That. Yeah. yeah, I will have to watch the movie eventually before you can judge me. Because, I mean, it, I, I don't know how it would look if you stood those side by side with someone with no context to either watching them. But I, I think Pure the old boy fight choreography scene, wise, yeah. maybe daredevil. Yeah, maybe I think part of the it reason that I think had a daredevil massively one is that I have budget, watched the series. So. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've favored, I favored the, the daredevil, daredevil one because I have mm. actually watched the series. Yeah. That might be coloring my, perception of this so yeah, yeah. i guess yeah but to be continued <laughs> no i All i right, don't we'll tune in next time when adam will have finally seen old boy <laughs> which we've referenced on the show multiple times yeah <laughs> <laughs> i know it's a good movie god damn it it's, I just it's fine it's fine Fuck. next next time i'll i will reference sympathy for lady vengeance instead and then we can all be confused i've only seen <laughs> <laughs> I've only seen a handful of movies in my life. This yeah. just happens to be one of the ones that I have seen. Exactly. So I'm not. <laughs> I can't criticize you for not seeing a movie because name you know a what? movie. I haven't seen it. <laughs> I'm gonna write a remake. My next story is gonna be a remake or a remake of fucking Seven Samurai. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll do Rashomon, and we can just do all of. Uh, What's his name? Akira Kurosawa. Uh, Kurosawa. <laughs> Kurosawa. Yeah, we could just yeah. do all Kurosawa yeah. movies. I'll take next. on Ran, which you is could, his yeah. remake of King Lear. So you know, it's full circle there. Like <laughs> somehow, <laughs> I don't know how it's full. And circle. Then I'll do anything. Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, there you I'll go. Just Star Wars. Yeah. Oh shit! And then I'll do Dune. <laughs> <laughs> you know they're connected then i'll do twin anyway. peaks and you know <laughs> look we and then i'll I hope you watch guys are ready. stranger we... things and then write stranger things then i'll I do mean, ghostbusters yeah, by that point, you have all the all the <laughs> and, then and then i'll, I'll do scooby-doo <laughs> and pretty soon we'll be making ghost stories again in no time <laughs> That, <laughs> that was the greatest Thank anime you. of all time. Anyways, don't Thank forget you. to like, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff we talked Please about at the beginning. Uh, and we will see you and, next uh, time with a story from somebody. Bye. Bye. Bye.